battle's going to be a classic because, as you as you know, I've been pumping Marty Leslie for a couple of years now. Love you. Oh, oh. It's very easy to be exposed as an open side if you don't have your mate up your backside. They don't build him like that anymore. Does it for me to tingle up the spine, the tingle in the loins? Messy me, that could have put him in Ward Four. I hope not, Bill. That's a maternity ward. Like a blind man in a brothel just left groping. <laughs> g'day, g'day, welcome back. Another episode of Saddle Chat. Season four, episode, I think this is only episode three. We're almost to the end of the, or the back end of the season. We're on episode three here. There were going to be a, a bunch of apologies today, but uh, the team have pulled it out of the hat. Only one apology uh, tonight, and that's uh, Hacko Tool. Uh, got a, a formal uh, announcement here. So, uh, Hack's been stood down for a week, uh, and he also wanted to pass on his apologies for the uh, Grey Power comment uh, last week uh, regarding the Hutt Valley Sports Awards. Um, so, he's been stood down for that. And, yeah, welcome back, though. Another episode. Uh, joined by Hope Harkopper, uh, Israel Belly, and uh, Eugene Smith uh, makes a comeback. After years away, he is back. Uh, we'll quickly go around the table, see how everyone's doing. Hope you've just uh, finished training out there with the ponies uh, before a big game this weekend. Uh, munching into some beautiful, delicious Subway from Subway Patani, Jackson Street. Get there, support your local. Uh, good training tonight, Hope. Yeah, no, it was a good training. Um, just basically, it could have been our last training, actually, if we don't win this weekend. So, um it was a good little run around. Uh, we've got through some stuff and hopefully we can uh, show it on Saturday. What's the mood like uh, amongst the girls at the moment? Um, I think uh, spirits are high. We we came off a good win on the weekend. Um, so the girls are still <clears throat> sort of stoked with that and, and just wanting to take what we did on Saturday and kind of do it again this Saturday, I guess. Sounds like a blue tsunami getting ready to take on an old side. Hey, not bad. Big easy, mm. my guy. Hey, Ben also says how's the last week been? Um, plenty on fridge, yeah. yeah. But um, no, it's been good, thanks. Good to be back. Um, Huge was saying he hasn't been here for a wee while. Mm. Um, it's the same, really. Feels yeah. Uncharted territory, being back in the back in the room, in front of the mic. But good to be back. Good to see you guys. Yeah. Been away on uh, campaign again with the NZ20s. Mm. Caught up with uh, Haz and Pete. Yeah. How yeah, are those boys doing camp? Good, man. Yeah. Those guys uh, obviously very much deserve to be there. Um, but they're both integral to that setup and really well respected and liked. Eh? Well, that's what I noticed that the, that the everyone's like coaches just rave about uh, both. When, when 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 their names pop up in the conversation, and obviously, um, yeah, we're we're really lucky. Obviously, that they're both very proud villages. We, mm. I was lucky to bring them here a couple of weeks ago, actually, as part of a club night. I sowed them that seed a long time ago when I, we'd literally just appointed the management group, and then club night idea came up, and I said, "We're assembling a Wellington club night's going to be a Patoni." Yeah, no non-negotiable. Also, a nice little touch from was it? I don't know if it was from you or Heck, just to put on uh, welcome, welcome NZ twenties up on the yeah, big screen yeah. there. It was, yeah, it was so nice. Heck and I had obviously um, <clears throat> worked, worked around making sure that we had everything in place, and I just said to Heck, bro, if you've got a graphic you can put up um, to 
yeah, just as a wee bit of a uh, welcome to welcome to the village mm-hmm. for them, then um, that'll be awesome too. Yeah. And Pat came to the party that he always does, and um, yeah, no, everyone that came in just and 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 to be honest, it's obviously it's always nice to showcase our club and and um, the feedback from that night um, around facility, mm-hmm. just the warmth that they felt. It was just like a rugby club because yeah. you come in and obviously we just got photos and team photos and a bit of memorabilia. You know, there's obviously trophies like McBain behind the bar, sponsors. It was just, yeah, it was, the feedback was amazing. And the food topped it off and obviously yeah. having Annie and Rochelle um, and Hack there that night as well to um, to host them was, was fantastic. So I think that's what I like about our rugby club is it's kind of a mix between your super, your modern and your old school. Mm. You know, there's still some old features here at the club, and yeah, it's a little bit new in, in some areas. But like when we went to Hamilton, boy or Hamilton boys, mm. no Hamilton, Hamilton old, old boys, Hamilton old boys even mm. like PK feels just too brand new to be a rugby club. Mm. Like when you go to those yeah, places, you're right, you're right, yeah. and, and and obviously, you know, we've got a we've got a roll with the times, eh? And, yeah. and and obviously keep this place fresh and new and and vibrant and stuff. Mm. But you're right. You walk into the Andy Leslie Lounge, you know, when you yeah. come in, you, you can't stop. Um, you know, I've, I've heard lots of people who just stop there and just, oh, this is Andy Leslie's club, yeah, that's yeah. right. And then just have his images up there and that. And obviously in the green room and, you know, we obviously acknowledge um, all the all blacks that have come out of this mm-hmm. club. Um, yeah, we I think we, we, we did it really well. We struck a really good balance with remembering those who have gone before us, maintaining that street traditions and, 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 and obviously the ethos that our club is, is all about, but at the same time, yeah, just having a man, this is up there with, you know, some of the, you know, uh, facilities in, in town about, yeah. you know, being able to host um, events and stuff. So Nice. Uh, big welcome back to Eugene Smith off the back fence out of nowhere. Eugene, you're a busy man at the moment with uh, rugby and uh, I guess life and work and, and all that kind of stuff. Good to see you, mate. Yeah, cheers. Good to be back. Um, yeah, and no, I've been busy. Actually, haven't had a lot of rugby on, to be fair. Lately, oh, yeah. um, just missing then. Obviously, <laughs> the 20s, yeah. Um, but yeah, but a bit busy with work and, and family and, and the like. So um, yeah, but good to be back though. Nice. And you've been down here a fair bit uh, helping out with the Pony Scrum. Well, I saw tonight the 85 Scrum as well. What are you seeing down there? <laughs> good. Yeah, no, it's um, it was awesome to actually... Go watch the ponies game on Saturday, and um, I mean, definitely not taking the credit for it, but they actually had a had a dominant scrum against the North Side, which traditionally I think uh, and hope we'll be able to clarify um, or or um, testify that uh, they normally boss them around a bit on occasions in yep. previous years. So to actually have the ascendancy and um, wasn't dominance, but it was definitely we had the upper hand over on over top of them, and probably could have we had a few other things go their way probably could have been a lot more dominant so yeah happy to help um 85s um yeah they, they were telling me i sort of asked them tonight that they were um they said yeah i said how the scrums go they're like, oh they're amazing yeah awesome we pushed them off and the coach tarps is pretty um down the middle sort of guy he said no you weren't he said they'll just tie it at the end and that's the only time you guys got on top of them <laughs> so they brought them back down to reality so nah a good bunch of guys to work with um managed to have a um have a session with the Brotherhood slash what they call now Prem Reserves um, the other week as well. 
um, because they've got a whole bunch of new guys in there. So good to be able to just tidy up a couple of things on that and hopefully help them out as well. So, yeah, it's good. Awesome, bro. You've been out there watching a few games. You've been out to watch the Ponies, uh, seeing you at a few premiums games now. What are you seeing? What are you liking out there at the moment? Uh, yeah, with the, the Ponies, um, yeah, that game on said I haven't seen a lot of their games. Um, I do watch, um, I watched their game against MSP on the live stream. Um, obviously went out to NZCIS last week to watch them and Fred sent me a whole bunch of their footage as well before that to watch their scrums. Um, I've definitely seen a massive improvement um, throughout the year. The way they performed, the way they played on Saturday, like if they carry that to Aurors this week, they should have a good chance of uh, going forward. Pretty determined, some pretty um, yeah tough goal line D. Mm. Um, some laugh, like there's a period in there where um, I think that second half, there was about 75% position for Norths on the weekend in territory. Damn. And the amount of try-saving tackles that were coming and the hustle that the girls were showing some of those instances was pretty impressive and then to come out the end and score a couple of tries to get the bonus point and and um yeah now the victory was uh, impressive to see so they've got the fighting spirit which is great um and as hope said hopefully this week is in the last week and they've got another couple of weeks to go and yeah. um bring back that the the second of their trophies for the year um and then yeah the rest of the teams um obviously prem reserves are going awesome um Sue and Double have got them ticking along nicely sounds like and looks like a pretty tight group um, Prems obviously are doing their job a um, couple of hiccups throughout the season but boys have uh, shown that when they get it right they can really get it right and it's great to see a few of the boys getting their first games and debuts for the Prems um, haven't had a chance to watch the uh, Prem Reserves yet um, but I will hope to get out there and um, yeah 85's on, uh, I've got a plan to go out with Tarps this week and watch them nice. um, and get a good gauge on that so yeah it'll be good one more question, sorry, Eugene. I know it's a question out there that a lot of listeners are thinking and asking themselves is when you are down the wreck watching the game, are you standing in the Eugene Smith Junction or <laughs> you still holding that spot? Or I, I had one, me and Gucci were actually down there, one, I think it was the first game at home this year. Yeah. We're a little bit in the junction. Um, and then, had, yeah, actually have a couple of games I've been down there in the junction, but the, uh, the other weeks I've actually been down the uh, skate ramp end of the field. Yeah. Um, watch the game with Nick Grigg and um, old uh, Sam Hall as yeah, well. Yeah, so yeah. that was that was good to go watch with them and chill out with them. A couple of old villagers coming back to the club. And Cripsy as well. Cripsy was hanging about. Yeah, so nice to see them. So yeah, Junction's been there a couple of years, but um, not not a definite permanent site for you just year. Yeah. <laughs> Would it be safe to be on a junction now? Yeah, nah, it's probably that's why I went down the uh, far end on the concrete, um, that last game, home game, because it was, yeah, the weather wasn't that great. Yeah. Grandstand was closed down, so you couldn't go up there, and the, uh, the coverage underneath the grandstand against it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty well taken up. There wasn't much space there either, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sinkage factor at all grounds is at an all time high. Uh, not only for myself, but for everyone else as well. Slippage factor. All-time high, so it's dangerous out there. We are talking last week. I know you two missed out. A couple of things I want to ask you two. Uh, two things. Our first thing was, you know how we've done a list of, like, clubs and facilities and things being bad and stuff? We've made we've made top three. Uh, yeah. Agreed? Yep. Agreed. Cool. The other thing you were talking before about uh, the 20s visiting hack put on is uh, pulled pork um, buns or, or tacos. Uh, I came up with a uh, unpopular opinion last week that Hack wasn't um, happy with. It was uh, I don't like pulled meats. Where do you guys sit with pulled meats? Oh yeah, I heard that and I was I was disgusted. Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of pulled meats. 
Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a bit of pulled pork. Yeah. Delicious bit of barbecue sauce and a bun and coleslaw. Hey, is it the texture of it? Or yeah, the texture. You'd texture just rather have a whole yeah, hunk, just, of, hunk of meat hunk of in meat, your mouth. Butter and sweet, yeah. 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 Is you like the, the, the pulled oh, meats? Protein is protein. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. Mm. Was that one of your grinders? Uh, yeah, kind of in there. It's kind of a, a new, yeah, I reckon. Bit of a new segment on floating, unpopular opinion. Yeah, um, no, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but on Saturday after the Prem's game, I had to shoot off uh, straight to town for Auntie's uh, birthday, and so it was one of the first times I wasn't able to come straight back to the club. Popped into the club a little bit later, maybe around eight thirty nine ish, and the ponies were going off in here. What a celebration! Huh? It was popping off on Saturday night. Yeah. Such a good night. It was actually like to be fair, the club was pretty empty. Yeah. Like I don't even think how many people in the hucker huge. Yeah, uh yeah. Twenty probably. Mm. It's probably one of the smaller ones, but there was a lot of mana in there. Yeah. There was a lot of Lots mana. Lots of mana. Yeah. yeah. That's the main thing. And even like during the night, like if you guys are celebrating and everyone's happy, then who cares about how many people are down here? Yeah. There would have been, um, been a lot of mana because the hucker prior to that at Mason's was one of the best. Yeah. And, and the mana that message yeah, there, yeah. so it would have been a good one to, to follow up. Mm. Did Lavinia huck a bit? Yes. Oh, mana. Not, not straight away, um, but yeah, she, yeah you got to get it in halfway. She absorbed it, yep. and then she Take it in. halfway through, give it back. In, yeah. Which is generally what happens. In, I'm not, not gonna Unless you're Mace, I'm, not I'm pretty sure he nearly started it. <laughs> to his own <laughs> hucker. Mace, yeah, yeah. Mace was. He was unbelievable. He was, yeah, we talked about last good. week. Like the blazer was halfway on, mm. and he almost yeah, pushed his mum through the window. We made that day with yeah. his mum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was unreal. So. Uh, I didn't realise they were presenting the trophy here, which was pretty cool. Mm. But uh, like, whether it's a first round trophy or second round trophy, pretty special for for the ponies. Yeah, I think I talked about it maybe last week. It, um, it's, it's just a cool like little acknowledgement, I think. Um, of how we're tracking this year and, and um, just something to show for not just this year, but, you know, the players that have played for the last few years um, and still stuck around um, just to show the progress and, and just uh, – I was talking to someone uh, on Saturday night and it was just saying, like, our culture just looks really good um, mm-hmm. from past years um, this year. And it, and it feels like that. Like, when we, when we go and play, we just know – you know, we're not all tight. But we just know everyone has each other's back, yeah. um, which is really cool. Um, when they got presented it, actually, I don't know. I think maybe Huge was the only one there. Um, but the, <laughs> the dude was saying, I was giving massive side eye. He was saying, um, well, I think your dad was saying, oh, we should have had it a few weeks ago. Um, or was it Gary? One of them was saying it. And then he, when he was presenting it to me, he was saying, oh, well, it's your guy's fault. You should have won it straight out. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. <laughs> It was actually really hard not to say anything yeah, yeah. back, like, but yeah, but um, that was really cool. And it was a real cool night, and I think cause some of the girls went and did some um, all school. There's a few girls missing uh, at the start of the night. They were working at the stadium, um, but then they showed up later, and so most of the team was down, and uh, it was a real good night, real cool to celebrate. Yeah, and yeah, when I got down here, the club was absolutely hissing. Uh, the ponies were hissing. Food was good. Oh, food, the food looked great. Was, yeah, was good. Up. Yeah, pig and 
um bit of uh chop suey and mm. the Pit um ceramic, ceramic salad. salad oh that was that, that was goes good. good eh? oh so good tell you what lossy Potato and thinny were absolutely useless they must have got hungry later on in the night <laughs> and they turned the barbie on outside and all they managed to get together was just like corn chips <laughs> so they just chuck corn chips on the barbie bro yeah. It's actually got the food complimented the um the curry as well that um Rochelle and Karen and that put on and nice. I think a couple sausages off the barbecue. Yeah, that's after I told them to go and look inside and <laughs> see what they could put on. Um, but yeah, great night. Got down here, few drinks, few bourbons, and then the mic comes out, and old Whitney Easton here to my left <laughs> sings a little bit. Wings was absolutely on as well. Um, put on a little concert. Um, I heard so, it was a duo thing, you and her. Not nah, I don't ways. think I got on the mic. Oh. Uh, a little bit, maybe. But no, nah, definitely uh, a great night. Huge congratulations to the ponies. Mm. Um, awesome achievement. A photo lock, locked in at the end of the year for, for the team, so that'll be awesome. Finally. It's yeah. been five years, I think, since <laughs> we had a photo. And then Lavinia as well, uh, getting her 50 games and her blazer. Uh, pretty awesome. She was steamed when I got here. Um, but you know, good night for it. So, yeah. might as well. Andy Leslie, special honour in the the King's uh, birthday. What are they called? Um, honours. Honours. Picked up a little something, something there. Pretty special. Huge. Yeah, no, it's um obviously it's recognition of his uh, service he's given to not only rugby but community and the number of other sports that he's represented New Zealand in and been a part of. I think he's a life member of the football club as well, which mm. um. Celebrate the 125th on the weekend, so congratulations to them as well. Um, I've heard there's a few good shindigs down there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, um, yeah, well-deserved recognition for Andy, a uh, legend around the club in Wellington, New Zealand, the world. Um, there's actually a post online where you um, read some of the comments and the amount of different people from different yeah. clubs and different countries and all sorts just... Um, singing his praises so sort of testament to the the man he is so yeah, yeah well deserved i like that he still shows up still engaged with the club still talks to the boys and all that uh is i know us being a little bit older kind of aware of the things that he's done and uh, his achievements and what he does to the club and stuff um but you're, you're a big fan of him as well yeah i always have hey, I was i was lucky when i started he's in a rugby he was the president at the time mm, that's um nice. so yeah so I, I got to see a lot of him and um, it was really cool because when when we did bump into each other on at AGM and stuff, he'd always he'd always um, mention that you know oh you know I'm not the only Patoni man you know and, and it was really cool and you know you've got like the AGMs man it's the rugby's who who of you know who's who and 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 the rugby and stuff so it was pretty cool to just be in and around Andy and he'd always obviously love um, to you know just to remind everyone that we were belong to the greatest club in the world yeah. Um, so yeah, so have have had a, a, a lot to do with um with Andy and and like you say, great that he he's obviously still down here a lot and I just love it how he's just still so engaged with all the current players as well. He knows what's going on. He'll always check in and always ask about this and that and stuff. So um yeah, plenty of time for for Andy and very well um what's the word deserving of that order of merit that mm. he, um, he's received. Nice. I just wanted to do a a couple of quick shout-outs. I'm not sure if you guys have any, but just wanted to shout-out. I know we we always do, but um, Rochelle and her team down in the kitchen that have been putting absolute shifts on, they're probably happy that we're uh, away for the next three weeks maybe, but even on our away weeks, they make sure that there's kind of food 
food down there for people that might be down here as well. Uh, also, Dest, uh, Destiny Hack is Carl and everyone else that's been on the bar. Uh, it's been real tricky this year because, like, on the big nights, you just know you're you're probably going to go to the end and that's your shift. But on the quieter nights, it might be a bit harder because you, you're like, oh, should I close up? Should I not? Should I stay and stuff? And then they have to put up with all the pests at the end of the night, which I was guilty of on Saturday. Sorry, Dest and, and S. But, uh, yeah, thanks for all the work that you're doing on the bar and putting up with us. Uh, one thing to look ahead. Uh, I know we're going to do a bit of talk around McBain. Uh, Shield this weekend uh, as well as the other games but McBain Golf Day on this Friday I think it's a 1 o'clock gathering and a, maybe a one thirty tee off I uh, hope you're in there for a second year looking to go back to back uh, different partner this year but uh, how's the golf game, game coming along and um, you looking forward to it? Uh, yeah if I'm being totally honest I have not been out lately um, I went once a couple of weeks ago Um. And since then, I think since summer, so need to sneak in a few uh, hits down at the driving range sometime mm. this week before before Friday. Um, should be good. But yeah, now looking forward to it. So I'm partnering up with Maya. Um, I say Lamas is her last name. Yep. Sorry if I get that wrong. Um, so partnering up with her this year. So and she reckons she plays a little bit of golf. So she might be. Uh, she might be carrying me. Oh, she actually played. She has a golf set and, and she's she plays a couple rounds, I guess. So I know a couple of guys that have golf sets that <laughs> should give them away. Yeah, I'm one of them. Um, are you are you BYO golf card again this year, or is your old man coming down? Ah, uh, so um, old man's over and over in Thailand at the moment. Ah. So yeah, and I haven't been home to to try <clears throat> bring the cart back. So now I'll be walking walking this year, weather dependent, I guess. Mm. Uh, what the goal is, but yeah. Yeah, I think the, the backup plan is a quiz in the clubhouse or something like that. And surely that's an easy one for Patani as well. Huge. Yeah. Should get the dub there. Is that Bullcott, eh? This year? Bullcott Farms, yeah. Real nice facility out yeah, there yeah, now. Yeah, it's nice though. They're building a retirement village out there. So, yeah, you'll be oh, able what? to. It's not at Shandon. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah no, Bullcott, Bullcott Farms. Oh, okay. Good thing Just to near know. the hospital, yeah. Yeah, no, that's lucky. <laughs> uh, is anyone, you know, taking, is D-Man taking part this year? Yep. Yeah, he's playing. He's him and Joe Collins are pairing up. Oh yeah, they were together last year, right? Eh? Or was it him and Gus? Sorry, I'm pretty sure it was them. Yeah, for those two will, um, yeah, those those two will enjoy the course. I think they've played it a few times. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be a good day. Hopefully, the weather's um sort of party. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you just brings up our weekend results for our uh, village uh, teams. We'll probably start with the ponies. Travelled out to NZ CIS uh, to play North. Got the dub. Final score was at 20, 24 5. I think. That's a pretty good win. Was... Yeah. 22 5. Oh, 22 5. Sorry. Yeah. Um, it was so I think we've had a, another op- a early opportunity to play NZ CIS this year. Yeah. Uh, we turned it down. Um, but what a feel to play on. Mm-hmm. It is so good. <laughs> and the weather, eh? Oh, the weather it was. was... Like summer day watching it. It was. There so hard to play because it was I haven't played in the sun all year it feels like um, but no it was such a good ground the atmosphere like with the girls it was Samoan language weekend uh, we were celebrating a bit of that uh, before we before we started warming up and stuff so uh, it was just really good yeah probably one of my favourite games this year that we've played yeah, yeah. you, you were out there any standouts for you? 
Um, I was saying to you guys before the pod, but um, obviously doing scrums, I really like the look of Chloe Timunanui. Yeah. yeah. Um, like her um, sort of setup and technique at scrum time is pretty impressive. So um, she's come from OBU last year. Last year, last year off. Oh, last year off. The year before that, yeah. Yeah. So um, an interesting fact, she's a one of a uh, uh, set of triplets. Yep. Um, her two other sisters are down in Christchurch and um, also front rows as well. So, yeah, it'd be pretty mean in the future if you ever had a triplets as a front row. But, um, yeah, Chloe was awesome. Um, Nia on her 50th game really stepped up and put in a shift. Um, she made a couple of crucial tackles. <laughs> Some of them a couple probably sneaked up a bit high at times, but that was good. Um, shout out to Hope as well. She put in a shift as well at been the skipper of course um and then yeah and then um some of your i think your team just really good mix of youth and experience in that team is just really good um your center hope uh, justine uh, justine yeah she's electric hey um yeah like it was times where you know i wasn't too sure if you guys would get that bonus that bonus point um but then the way she just sort of carved through and just mm-hmm. ran around the fullback like it was nothing was um yeah, it was great. So, nah, all round, awesome result. As good as she is now, like, imagine how good she's going to be in like four or five years' time. Mm. And what's Who even. Who are we talking about? Justine. She's, she's going to be an expert background. Mm. Yeah, lock it in. Yeah. Um, and taking in consideration, like, she plays, so they've had a game on Wednesday because yeah. they still play school rugby. Yeah. Her and uh, Eva, she, she got a try too, like, pretty late in the game. I was honestly stuffed. Mm. And for them to still be running hard, I was like, get it, girls. Like, it was so cool. Yeah. Um, especially the young ones stepping up like that. Yeah, yeah. No. As you said, like, it's you guys seem like a really tight unit. It's just the way you play as well. Like, the way you got each other's backs in terms of defensive lines. Like, someone would give away a penalty. There was a couple of head-high penalties and stuff like that. But the way you sort of backed up and stopped a few uh, certain tries was pretty impressive. Yeah. Can I just shout out one more person? Yeah. Um, and a shout out to... <clears throat> Soraya um, among mm-hmm. Benson. so oh, yeah. she is someone that will just sit on the bench and be like no nah, don't worry like I'm just here for numbers like you don't have to play me I don't need time she's like good. she's like that like for all season Um, she got thrown in a little bit on um on probably like Wednesday night because Kira got concussed from a game Um, who's a usual a usual 10 and but her but Soraya played so it was mm. so good did she start she yeah. started at ten. Wow, that's awesome. Played well too, real well. Yeah, and just having like a calm, uh, calm ten, and she's just obviously so experienced. Yeah. Um, it was real good, and she even had like a try safe and tackle on the wing, like for sure it was a try, but nah, it was good. Mm. She she played real well. You don't lose leadership, eh? No. No. Keep that good game driver. And then you you got Jax as well. That just is just mm. Jax. She plays your Jax like when the team were under pressure, and especially in that second half, like. She'll just do a run or something to or turn over the ball or something just to yeah. get the team out of danger for a bit. So just shifts like that from like everyone played their part, like calling the individuals, but it was a pretty pretty impressive team performance on Saturday. That's what I like about this ponies team at the moment. Like you got these these young up and comers who are super awesome, dotted in between like Hope, Jax, Gemma, mm. um, even yeah. like Malia being mm. out there. Is it, was did Marley, Malia play on? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good mixer. Yeah. Mean. Uh, we'll have a quick look at the village results uh, for the weekend. Uh, was it a clean sweep on the week? It was. Mm. The um, 
Prem Reserve slash Brotherhood, they had to buy, so they yep. didn't play, but everyone else won. So uh, the 85s, um, they had a good win against uh, Paddy Mutt's Plymouthton team, which they played in pre-season and they got bossed around a bit. So mm. they had a solid 16-5 win and managed to get put up in the, the fourth on the table now. So it's great, great results for the Update. 85s. Well, did they have a name yet? They were the, were they just the villagers or the? Oh, villagers, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Colts played on the Friday night um, against a uh, traditionally strong OBU side and managed to come away with the win 21-5. Um, some pretty City. good yeah, performances there. Um, Max Hoskins, who made his debut on Saturday for the Prems, he yeah, got some good touches, eh? Pretty sharp-looking play. He actually reminds me of a um, Adam Simpson, <laughs> Simo, um, just the Simo. way he plays and obviously quite nimble. He's a touch rep and, um, yeah, really, really classy. Got a good turn of speed. Um, yeah, you'd look at him before a game, though, and you wouldn't think he was really up to much. No. But on the field, yeah, you'd really wonder good. if he knew who he was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Leighton Tapa moved to ten. Um, he was he was really sharp. Um, couple of good tries. Yeah, he had some good touches at ten. Yeah. Um, good good uh kicking field position at times as well. Yeah. Um, so that as well. Um, oh, the six. I forgot what the sixth's name is. He had the head girl. Thank you, girl. Uh, not not Connor. Um. Oh, sorry. Apologies about that, but um, I did mention it to Was that he impressed me as oh, well. Oh, the forward. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, not, not the other Connor. No. no, no, not not. It wasn't either yeah, of the correct. Connors. He played six. Uh, he had a headgear on as well. Um, but he the way he throws his body around, like there's some of the tackles that he was making, and just like there's one where I thought he straight out knocked himself out, and the guy. But I think he was just a bit annoyed because the guy ended up going for him. But he was. Absolutely, yeah, abandoned out there. Yeah, so, nah, some good big jar at prop as well. He's, yeah. he's pretty impressive. So, nah, and Caleb Mapu um, mm-hmm. is playing at loose head prop. The return. Yeah, so he's come back from Porneke, done all pre-season with us for about 10 years. Um, went to Porneke last year, but he's back at um, the village and they've thrown him at prop and second Might game at prop, I Jules, think. Jules next year, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Scrum in a prop and he'd done a pretty good job. Like the scrum didn't go backwards and actually yeah. dominated them at times. Nice. So, yeah, good impre- good performance here. Yeah. Bailey play? Bailey. Nice yeah, he come on off the bench, oh, yeah. Um, again, another effort. Game. They've got a good side and they still got Linux uh, East Hope who's had their broken nose, but he's still Bruce. come back. A couple of short clips that I, I, I looked at the Colts clips on the huddle. Playing some real good shape and yeah. just good, good organising out there. Uh, I want to guess up uh, Leighton. He's had a real good attitude this year. He's he's played for, what, three different teams and as many positions probably, but he's been real good mm. just accepting, you know, when he needs to be with this team and then we'll go down to another team. And like, He started for Colts and then started for Prems yeah. last minute on Saturday, so doing really well there. Um, well done to the Colts, uh, Was and John in co. Um, great season so far. Yep. Um, then we had the Prem 2. Um, so close one against uh, Stokes Valley, 20 to 19. But um, I caught a bit of that game as well. And Stokes Valley were, they were up for the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and from what I've seen, they scored to put themselves in the, in the lead. And then um, we managed to get back and dot down. And I think uh, they were hammering down our line for the last bit of the game. And there was a bit of a knock on. and Tony ended up getting up, but um, yeah, it was a, a good game, physical. Some good tries, bro. Yeah. I watched the game on YouTube. Yeah. Um, at the end, bro, 
Uh, Stokes make a break. They look like they're going to score for all money. Mm. Uh, and then we're chasing back. And then I think the guy goes to pass it and then they just knock it on. Mm. And yeah, they could have easily won it at, at the death as well. So right. yeah, the reserves keep rolling. Uh, that's everyone. I here. Prem's 72 5. Yeah. Uh, is what were your thoughts around that game? Pretty easy to go away from game plans and, and kind of systems and stuff, which I think they did at times, but. Um, when I was watching the coverage back, uh, seemed like everyone else was panicking at fourteen nil, but getting close to half half time. What were your thoughts around the game? I wasn't there. Sorry, French. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. That what you were waiting for? No, that's right. You're away. Um, I guess I'm the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So how did how did you think the game went? <laughs> I thought I thought the boys played well. The the only issue for us heading into half time was just the amount of knock ons mm-hmm. and errors. It is easy to fall into a trap of yeah. obviously um, trying a wee bit too yeah. hard, getting away from process, and then almost think that you're because really, I mean, look, it was really just going to be a matter of by how many, wasn't it? Yeah. Which is un- which is sad, but but you're right. It, you know, I mean, from, from what I did see, uh, bits and pieces that just. The pushing of the partners yeah. and you know yeah. so and and a, a lot of it came from my senior players which was probably yeah. disappointing as well so and like i don't really mind mind errors too much because errors happen but the amount of errors that were happening was just out of trying to force things like like you said do too much but we're way better more a bit more patient you know trying to build phases and not try to score from every every play and stuff uh you, you mentioned it before um Max, what's Max's surname? Hosking. Hosking. Uh, big day ball on the weekend. Mm. Came in at the 11th hour on the Thursday <clears throat> um, to make his debut, which was cool. Um, but I thought it was an ideal game. Yeah, no disrespect to the X-Men because it, it is a big year for them. Um, but I thought the boys needed a game like that just to have a bit of fun and to be able to express and you know play a bit of free-flowing footy. Um, yeah, so good for us. Was it always fun? Carnex absolutely gave TJ a spray at one one stage. Yeah, so did Jack. <laughs> and and Lates actually. Yeah. <laughs> TJ got a fair copy yeah. from a few guys. Yeah. Overall though, TJ actually played. I thought a good game. He had some really nice tries as yeah. well. Uh, I like the way TJ well. plays. Yeah. Bro. Just gets the blinkers. Yeah, just yeah, just one because it was while I was in the in goal area, Cripsy. Um, Watching the game from there, and um, it was right down there where TJ all he had to do was basically pass the Leighton, and Leighton would have just walked over. Yeah, but he stepped inside and tried scoring, which was there was about a period of about 15 20 minutes in that first half where that was happening quite a bit. Where boys would just go for an extra lunge and they'll knock the ball on and stuff like that. It was getting frustrated, so yeah, I think he uh, he, he realized he stuffed up, but Khan made it made it known that uh, yeah, he really did. Uh, just quickly, uh, is NZ20s go away? Uh, maybe early next week, off to South Africa, uh, for World Cup. How many? How many teams are in that World Cup? Is it a full twelve? Oh, yeah. So, uh, yep. So the boys reassemble in Auckland this weekend, um, for a couple of training runs, and then fly out Monday night to Cape Town. Um, so twenty fourth of June is their first game. Uh, they're pulled with France, Wales, and Japan. Um. Yeah, 12, 12, uh, 12 team tournament, three pools of four. Um, ideally, you want to win all your three pool games to top your pool 
to automatically qualify for a semi. Mm. Um, but obviously, if you lose a pool game, then then you your work's cut out to yeah. obviously try and be that second best finish, if you know what I mean. Of course, the three pools didn't have that four spot, which yeah, which isn't much fun. So if you can if you can somehow get past France, will obviously be the big one, and then Wales will be niggly as well. Japan, I think she spoke to Crispy last night. Cripsy last night about Japan and they trained at his club um, and he wasn't too confident that they would um, be much uh, much good at, at tournament. So, yeah, if we can get past the other two in the, in the ball and then go on from there. Coached by the uh, future Crusaders, coached uh, Japan under 20s? Yes, Royal Penny. Yeah, yeah Royal Penny obviously signed um, with the Crusaders literally yesterday. Was mm. yesterday Former Crusader? He no, he never played no, for the Crusaders. Play for, oh, so he um, played over hundred games for Canterbury and right. coached them to four championships in a row, but never yeah. Assistant coach. Yeah. Applied for the Crusaders role a few years ago. But is uh, it isn't that something that Canterbury and the Crusaders are always good at, just keeping it in house? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So Canterbury man through and through though. Yeah. Probably um, argue that's really the recipe for their success. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they just keep, you know, I guess bringing in the people that obviously understand their culture and their ethos and yep. So mm-hmm. he'd be great. he he uh, bombed out a few years ago with the Waratahs. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but I don't think too many people would have been able to fix the Waratahs. Where Wellington just take the best looking CV uh, usually, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> just joking, Wellington. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it's um yeah tough draw that. That uh, under twenties World Cup, eh? so it's basically yeah, you got to come first in your pool, otherwise, or in be or be the second best, yeah, second place person <laughs> to to get through. So it's pretty cutthroat. Mm. And France aren't going to be easy as well. So or and Wales are normally all right. So yeah. tough one. I think Wales is up first. I think yes, yeah. yes, I want to say Wales. Yeah, and now well done to obviously Peter and Hazard. It's um sorry back to twenties. It's quite good that. They've got to go to a World Cup. It's their third year mm. in the under twenties, both of them, and obviously due to COVID, they haven't had the World Cup. So to finally get a World Cup for those boys is going to be pretty pretty cool. And I'm sure they'll be stoked about that as well. Just wait till they find out Pete's twenty four. <laughs> 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 nah, joke. Thank um, you. And yeah, sorry, personal plug. Eleven Hurricanes boys named as well. Yeah, it's pretty the, good, eh? Which is the biggest uh, yeah amount out of all the super. Super team, so pretty stoked. I think the next highest was seven from the Blues. So, yeah, pretty stoked for the, the Hurricanes boys. Great work, huge. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was about to say. Probably is, should have won the tournament. Is, <laughs> is that a big pat on the back for our system? Or oh, development? Yeah, I think development, retention. Um, yeah. I think all of those boys went to school in the Hurricane region, from what I just want to think through. I don't think any of them have actually been brought into the Hurricanes region. So, they're all born in breed to their provinces yeah which is great so um yeah i think it's just the power of retention um i guess we have to get we have to give Ladi a bit of a shout out there as well because it's his sort of area that he has to that he's looking after is retaining those players so yeah putting those things in place like the hurricanes under 18 camps that we have and having under 20s now and having um yeah i guess great facilities um great club around them and the provinces obviously doing their part as well. I think it is a shout-out to quite a large number of people mm. around that. Yeah, shout-out to all those Hurricanes boys uh, that are going away to represent the NZ20s. Uh, all the best to Pete Hazza and the wider squad. 
and safe travels over to South Africa as well. Awesome. Hey, we're going to get into a bit of NRL. Um, we have a quick look at uh, last week's results. There's, I think, maybe a couple of buys on. But from the top, the Raiders. <laughs> Did you watch that game, Raiders-Tigers? Um, I, I saw the highlights. Yeah. The Raiders Crazy were up. And then, um, what, the Tigers come back to almost steal it. Yeah. Insane. And then, um, what's the coach's name again? Ricky Stewart. Yeah, Ricky Stewart was getting dogged for leaving out uh, Croker. Um, yeah. They all like going at him, mate. They're just trying to take him off to get a reaction. Anyway, 20 points to 19. Uh, Raiders over but the now Croker's got his uh, 300 games against the, the Waz. Yeah, yep. Waz are going to go there and spoil the party. Yeah, definitely. And, and yeah, good good segue there, Huge. The game of the week, Waz versus the Dolphins. Wise have done an absolute dolphin to the Dolphins, 30 points to eight. Up the Waz. Yeah, not bad. It was quite a low score when I was, I think, I maybe around half-time-ish the last time I saw, and then they blew out. What do you guys think? Yeah, I didn't even realise it was on. Someone was watching it behind the bar, and just yeah. the jersey put me off. I didn't realise they were wearing that jersey this week. Yeah, the blackout. Um, and I saw the WAR, and I was like, oh, is that the Waratahs? I thought it was rugby. <laughs> <laughs> Still day one, though. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Johnson's two tries, pretty reminiscent to to his kind of glory days of stepping through the middle. And he is getting some rave reviews at the moment. Yeah, I think he might even be like fifth or sixth on the Daily M ladder at the moment. Yeah, um, like everyone's talking about how great he is, and he's off contract next year as well. So, and he's said he doesn't want to be anywhere else apart from the Warriors. Yeah. So, be interesting to see if they sign him or if uh, old RTS is taking all the money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are there any internationals this year? Anymore, because recall to the Kiwi, surely, mm. maybe. Depends. Was Kidwell the first guy that dropped him? No, probably not. Eh? Put the Kearney. wasn't the key to the week. Uh, the rest of the results from the NRL on the weekend: Rabbitohs forty-six, Titans twenty-eight, Broncos twenty uh, over the Sharks twelve, Doggies. Uh, Drop by one point to the Roosters, 25-24. Cowboys come back and smoke the mm-hmm. storm. 45-20, shame. Shame. So shame. Um, Panties, just sneak past the Dragons. And uh, Clary gone. Gone. Six weeks. Let, let's skip the rest of the NRL right now. Ezum coming to you. Who's your replacement for State of O? We're going to State of Origin. Yeah, got interesting, eh? Um, I think Nico Hines, the six. Yeah, I think Cleary, Cleary's injury, unfortunately, means Jerome's. He's gone too. He's gone too. Are you, are you making that call? Yeah, mm. that's what I think. Yeah, so I think I think um, Hines will come in, the six, yeah. and Adam Reynolds. The whole big call. And the only reason Adam Reynolds comes in is because the game's up in the mm. He's a Bronco. Yeah. And he knows that. Plus he's tough, hard. bro. Yeah. That's, that's what I don't like about the Blues at the moment is they just take it and they don't give it back. Mm. Or they'll try to spark something up and don't follow through. Mm. Talking about it the other week, all this pushing and shoving. Throw hands, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Throw them. <laughs> Especially if you're the one trying to start stuff. Yeah. Pressure, all the pressure's on the Blues. Yeah. 
Um, so, yeah, look, they'll bounce back the point game too. We hope they can do it, but it's going to be tough without Cleary. Yeah. It's um, going to be interesting to see who does get the halfback jersey there because, I mean, the natural thing to do would, obviously, Nico was on the bench on game one. Him just slot straight into seven, and yeah. that probably mm. makes it. That's probably the easiest option. Um, I agree with you. I reckon Adam Reynolds should because he knows Suncorp. Um, and but then I mean they talk about combinations quite a lot. So does that mean a Cody Walker mm. comes in at six because if Latrell's back, you got him. And then again, do you bring in Damian Cook? So you have got that South connections of Cook, um, Cody Walker, Reynolds, and Latrell Mitchell. Latrell. I think you well. need two hookers. Oh, they sh- they should. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Queensland fan, but they should have two hookers, definitely. Um, up he can play 80, but it's whether that 80 is as effective as having a fresh one come on and darting around. So yeah, His body language is pretty bad in the second half, like hands on knees a lot. Um, but, I mean, he, he, he went through. Back to the halves, though. <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if they go off Mitchell Moses at seven. No. Reason why is Freddie Fittler coached him at Lebanon. They've got a really close relationship. And, um, Get out, bro! You're hey, a dog, bro. I'm just throwing it out there. Hey, if we want we'll to wait to see what happens, because he knew him. I think I think he'll go for, for Nico, but I Nico, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if Mitch Moses was in there, mate. Looking pretty smug over there, heading into some court, <laughs> some court huge. Never smoked, humble. Uh, hope any takes on the uh, state of origin. I just want game one. Get Teddy out of there. Uh, didn't like him. I like that call from you. I like it. Uh, Who would you have? What's the chart to? He's the most dangerous, bro. I just thought that Teddy should have passed it more than he did, and he was not passing the ball, and I was sick of it. Uh, yeah. The first 20, I think. And I'm not sold on Kruda in the centers. It was a good game. Well, well the other option is, I mean, the Fox, he was pretty disappointing as well, Kruda but he could have scored had Tyson Frizzell passed, yeah. and had Tedesco mm-hmm. passed, he would have scored, but yeah. But that's sort of that Fox is disappointing. Do you drop Fox? Do you move credit to win? And do you put the charts into? I don't mind that. Yeah. I don't mind moving credit to wing. I don't even contemplate Teddy to wing. I know that yeah. sounds stupid. Yeah. But yeah, I'll get Charles Mitchell to Tubo gone. Is he on a three week? Nah, so he's, he, he'll he be back, but he won't have any game time behind him because he... Oh, sorry, no, because he had his concussion downgraded, so he's actually available this week now. All right. So he... Because they were talking about he won't have a game from now until game two selected. Yeah. Um, But he's had his thing downgraded, so he should be available this week now. I think that's the main Someone's issue. being paid off there. Mm. Yeah. I think that's Cheap. the main <laughs> issue for me with the Blues at the moment is it's not only the Cleary issue, I think there's a few issues around... Combos and who to play, who not to play. Do we no, drop the coach? If they lose this game, they'll be he'll be out. Disagree. Oh, um, I know I'm a Queenslander, but um, well, I'm not. I support Queensland. Um, two guys I would have in there from New South Wales though would be Kalor Martangi from the Rabbitohs and Spencer Lenu, just to add a bit of well, leg honest, speed and, and aggression. Of fruit Liam Martin all. was unreal. Yeah, and if you have Spencer that one-two punch off the bench, it's going to be a big help. Absolutely agree. But don't talk about our team, Chris. <laughs> well, we've got our own issues. We've got a couple of injuries as well, so we have to find people for that. Mate, couple you guys will just find New South Wales juniors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kidding, well done. Uh, just quickly on the NBA, uh, Miami Heat, Oof. Denver Nuggets, one all. Heading into game three tomorrow. Any early predictions here? Everyone had the Nuggets sweeping. Hope. 
I watched the game. I watched maybe this the last quarter, I think, of that game, and uh, the Nuggets were up, and they lost it. So, mm, I don't know. I'm going for the underdog, which is the Heat, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I'm always an underdog kind of person, so I'm going for the Heat. Yeah, I think whoever wins this, whether it's the Nuggets or the Heat, be one of the biggest championships won in a while, and probably the unpredictable. Any thoughts, Huge? Yeah, well, for me, I'd love to see the Heat win. Yeah. Um, cause Jimmy I just, Buckets. Jimmy Buckets. I mean, their whole team are basically late draft selections or guys undrafted. Kevin Love's in there, bro. Yeah, he doesn't even get there. But, yeah, but, I don't even know he was still playing. I think their highest draft pick was like 15 or something yeah. like that. Um, but in all the rest of them, they've got a few guys undrafted, guys second rounders and stuff like that. And, you know, it's pretty cool. But it shows that, you know, you don't have to have all these super teams that have been getting fought. Yeah, and exactly. Not wouldn't it? You can actually have a good solid bit team. Of a ponies, just yeah. a team. Have there a good go. team. That have a good solid other. team. Yeah. But a bit of money ball stuff there. Like they've just got their all their components right um, yeah. to make a good team. Um, but I, I don't mind Denver as well. Like it's, um, I think they will win in probably game six. I'd say. Um, but I would love to see the Heat win. Nice. Is you got a pick? Yeah, well, I haven't really been following it to be honest, but yeah, um, that Nuggets lost yesterday. They, they haven't lost at home for a while, eh? Probably, I'm not too sure. Yeah. yeah. Altitude. Sorry? Altitude. Altitude in Denver. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the heat. I have the heat. Take this year's finals out. Yeah, I might go, I might go heat in the seven. Yeah. Game three tomorrow. Yeah. In mine, yeah. I think so, yeah. So there's two in Miami now. Yeah, two, two. Real good one, chance one, one. for them to go up three, one, and then seal it. Uh, we'll go just a quick couple of minutes. World Cup predictions. We're heading there. Uh, September, late September. Yeah. Early October. Um. All Blacks to lose, or are we still looking at France and Ireland? Oh, South think- Africa. Personally, I think it's France's to lose. They're at home and they've had the form going into over oh, the last few years. Um, so I think it's, yeah, up to the pressures on them. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but there's a few contenders, Ireland, the French, then Aussie with Eddie Jones and see what they can do. England, you never know. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be, a, I think it's probably going to be one of the more closely run World Cups that we've had. So, be good. I think that's the main issue is, is that there's more contenders than there have been before. But have the All Blacks lost their aura? Well, Definitely haven't. A lot of people <laughs> seem to think so, but yeah. this will be this will be the first World Cup. I can't remember the last one where the All Blacks have gone in not as favourite to be honest. Mm. You know I mean? So yeah, you just hit the money hit the nail on the head really. Francis is Francis to lose the all the pressures on him, so yeah. It will be quite different for the ABS to kind of go in. Um, yeah, I guess uh, it's a wee bit of an underdog, to be honest. Mm. So it'll just be interesting to see what the makes of that squad is going to be, too. So, yeah. I mean, obviously, everyone's talking about the halfbacks. Man, who's two of three going to be? I'll take three. Probably no Nagy's one of them. Yeah. Probably argue that maybe Christy will be number two. And then number three. I don't know, is that Roygaard? Is it Webber? Roy oh. Gard. Did you throw Roy Gard in the mix? Yeah, oh, he's he's been... Is he in the mix? He's, he's in the mix. Uh, Fakatava. 
Yeah, still around. I mean, Falafa probably planned his way up. Yeah, that, that's well, yeah. I, I think he's probably sure. below. I think it'll be the it'll, even that um Cortez Ratima. Oh, make Cortez. Yeah. It was it was me. Cortez been number three. Yeah. But are we looking for a third halfback? Yeah, we have to take yeah, three. I think they're looking at. I think they're looking at. TJ's not going to be all right because yeah. So Nuggy and and Finlay Christie. Christie. And then they need a third one. Which oh, Weber a, not in the mix. No, Weber is one. Oh, one. He'll go. Yeah, potentially. But for point of difference, are they talking about Cameroy guy because he's a bit bigger and a bit more physical as a halfback? But yeah, yeah I like Cortez Routing there as well. Is Rule going to be back at top? I hope so. Don't know. They haven't ruled him out because they've only really ruled out Sibu and uh, George Bauer, eh? Sibu Riss. Person, I really hope, at least for these next the champ, rugby championship games, that they have a close look at would be um, Simapini Fina. Like, I think he's going to be. Like he's just got everything. He's like his size, like he's tall and big, physical, really athletic, great line out option. Um, and I reckon he could be that sort of missing six that we sort of been looking for in the ABs for a while since sort of really kind of left someone to cement it. So yeah, I hope they have a close look, at least for a rugby championship, see what I can do on the international stage and then whether or not he's good enough to go to World Cup from there. But Simpini Fina for me will be someone to watch over the next few weeks. Yeah, I feel like people are sleeping on the All Blacks. They always find a way. And if you're one of the, if you support the All Blacks and you're sleeping on them, you're a gutless dog. I'm telling you. <laughs> Hope, who are you backing? World Cup, World Cup year. Uh, Japan. You're backing Japan. <laughs> I would love for them to win. Um, nah, yeah, I'll go with the All Blacks. I don't really watch a lot of international rugby, so just go for my home team. Okay, just real quickly, just name a team. That might surprise and get through to quarters or semis. I'll start. I'm going to go Fiji. Fiji uh, rugby. <laughs> you know what else? You... Tonga. Tonga? Are they going? Yeah, they're going. And they've got all these boys that are now qualified for them. Um, so their, their back line's going to be pretty dangerous. Yeah. If Nani will be amongst it. Yep. Malakai Fikitoa, Israel Falau, Charles Pugetel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's mm-hmm. they could be dark horses. Yeah. Yes. I'll probably go Scotland. Who be the South African Islander in this? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. So nice. Uh, just can... just a side note. Um, I just wanted to um give a congratulations to Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, going Shrink now. Last name. Um, she just played in the game on the weekend uh, for Samoa, where they qualified for the World Cup. Yeah. Um. So big congratulations to you. Where's the next women's World Cup? It's actually ABX two. I mm. think they've qualified for. Oh, is it ABX two? Oh, which yeah. is would I think will be played somewhere, but that ABX tournament this year. The next qualifiers. I think it's four different teams. Eh? ABX. Yeah, I think so. The one at yeah. the end of the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The one they just yeah. named the squad for the yeah. Black yeah. Ferns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But also went for amongst yeah, yeah. that yeah. last kick. Last kick I have. Fiji was... Big one for them. It's a big one. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's been an awesome year for Angel. Obviously mm. going over to play um, Super W, is that what they call it in Aussie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, for Western Force. Yep. Um, and then obviously playing for Manusina as well. So awesome. And then great to see her, her training tonight. And she's, she's available for the ponies mm-hmm. too this nice. week. So. Mm. so you're back in Samoa at the World Cup? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I actually want to go with you just one. I like, I like you just one. Yeah, go Tonga. 
Nice. Before we start wrapping up and uh, we'll we'll preview McBain, we'll save McBain for the end. Uh, let's go to gear grinders and wheel spinners. Gear grinders and wheel spinners. I'm going to start with gear grinders. So you guys know how I went home straight from the game on Saturday. And then I picked up my sister and we were going into town. And we hit traffic on a Saturday night. Hit traffic halfway down the Esplanade, bro. All the way into town. Traffic. There was no trains. And the game was on. I was like, that can't mean this much traffic on a Saturday night. It was worse than morning traffic going to... Where it at? Sort it out. Bus replacement, so. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not sure. Probably, yeah. No trains, yeah. no trains. Yeah. No trains so they're replaced by buses. So but why do that when there's a game on? Long weekend. It was long week, weekend lots, maintenance or something. Lots of comments here. They do the maintenance on long Find a, Do it on a Monday night. <laughs> you know? I'm actually, I'm opposite what spun my wheel was. Usually coming, like leaving Petoni after we finish our game or whatever, there's actually traffic. Yeah. Um, even just at the Petoni, what's that, on-ramp, there's usually traffic there. Drove from up hut, straight run into town. It was amazing yeah. on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, Unheard of. It depends where you go from, mate. Like, Wellington's a small place. It shouldn't be this much traffic. You know what else? <laughs> you know uh, me, I'm never getting angry around traffic stuff anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a wheel spinner. Um, today I spent some time making a playlist on Spotify. Um, and the when you're making a playlist, they have they give you recommended songs yeah. at the bottom. Love that. That's so good. Um, you don't even have to try that hard, really. Just refresh if you're over yeah, those just ones. Just the butter. Yep, and yep. just add them straight away. I thought that's quite a good wheel spinner. Yeah, good tip too. Mm. Any more grinders or anything like that? No, you're good. It's not state of Tony Rick. Yeah, <laughs> that is grinding. Actually, yeah, that does grind. No one, but no one wants us to play at home. For the rest of our lives. No. <laughs> Grandstand. Field. Field. It's just ridiculous. And it's not like, oh, who, whose fault is it? I know whose fault is it. <laughs> it's the council's, mate. Unbelievable. If any of you are listening from the council, sort it out. <laughs> Every other ground in the hut's been done. But it's, Although Hut Park, I hear, is pretty rough at the moment as well. Yeah. And if, if you are listening in from the council... And you're like, oh, that's a bit harsh. It's not our fault. You neglected this. You knew that that <laughs> stadium, that that grandstand, there were issues around it a few years ago, and you and you just done nothing at all. You pumped the money into other places. Give us back our home ground. <laughs> like it's it, it's it's the best facility for club rugby. But what I mean by that is obviously we've got multiple fields. We host we've finals. Got a grandstand. We've got numerous changing, um, you know, sheds. Parking is perfect. You can park anywhere. Obviously, mm. on-site, off-site, street parking. There's a kiosk. There's blooming. Uh, there's just access for an ambulance. Yeah. It's everything. There's a playground. I could just go on and on. It's central, but, so it's yeah. just off the motorway. But no one wants yeah. us to play there. But you hate us. <laughs> and then we go out to play at other clubs that have one field. Yeah. You can't even warm up. Yeah. You can't I'm... park. You can't change. Uh, yeah. What's going on? I mean, it's we've hosted 
club finals days here, which is a, basically an advertisement for Hut City and mm. what we can do and the facilities we have here, you would think that something like that you'd pump a bit of money into actually do it up and you know so we can host more of these stuff and be an advertisement for the hut as well but yeah not to be we've got to look after Mm. that and at the moment we're just we had to play two weeks in that blooming that swamp yeah not fun for the players not fun for the refs not fun for our supporters to come and watch the guys playing that so yeah not not good so and as, as thriving as Jackson Street is, like Jackson Street thrives, yeah, dinners, bars, shopping and stuff, none of that was cancelled. That's all individual businesses that have been mm. opening up down there. Man. Real bad, eh? It's so bad. Mm. And don't, even, don't, don't send us a complaint. <clears throat> if you're from the council, don't <laughs> complain. Sick of it. And that's the other grinder. Stop coming for us. Stop coming for Hack. Leave him alone, man. <laughs> it's all jokes on this pod, bro. If you complain about socials and all that kind of stuff, man, give it a nudge yourself. Mm. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway, look forward to seeing your email. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's look forward. Unless there's any... Oh, Will actually, uh, Gear Grinder. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's Gear Grinder, public announcement, one of them. Uh they're getting rid of disposable vapes <laughs> in November. You want to see that? He's not coming for us, eh? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> We're trying to quit cigarettes over here. <laughs> disposables, eh? Disposables, yeah. Didn't like that. Didn't like reading it. <laughs> and it's because kids are vaping. Yeah. Sort your kids out, man. Keep them at home. Sort the shops out. Tell them to stop selling to kids, bruh. At least it's not as bad as Oz. You got to get a prescription to buy any vapes over there. Mm. Yeah, just let us vape. <laughs> and it's not even that. Oh, if you want to get rid it's of people, vapes. I hope <laughs> stop vaping. You didn't even smoke in the first place, bro. It's you and your buddies, mate. Just the the plethora of these new vapors coming through who never touched a cigarette in their lives. Get out. Here's thoughts. <laughs> Any kids listening, don't vape. <laughs> Everyone get off the vapes and get on to lollipops. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Just give us a break, eh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's start to preview the weekend. That was uh, one, of, one, one of the good ones, uh, gear grinders and stuff. But let's go straight to McBain uh, team. Um, Hurric, 245. Probably thankful again we're playing away. They had a very pristine hut wreck at the moment. Uh, a grandstand that people can sit in. Um, that you know, there's no issues of people walking by underneath or getting changed in the changing rooms downstairs. Um, big game. Let me ask you a question off the bat: How much does this video going viral last year really drive this hut team this year? YouTube. Do they remember? What's that? Yeah. I reckon we should post it again. Yeah, there's that. Of the story, I've thought about it. They they've been thinking about that try the whole year, yeah. like because they've been like you know, bloody tagged and things. They've seen it on the news, been on radio interviews. Um, Just there's... a small example: Chris Bishop's video on Facebook, seventy yeah. k views. Yeah. So they've they've had this whole year two k of people. Me. Only way they can try and erase that from their memory is by getting a win this week. Yeah. So yeah, definitely they'll be keen to do that, and they 
to get the win this week, though, will we won't hear the end of it because yeah. they'll be all about, you know, that was yeah, they'll be year, this year. Yeah. So, you know. But that's the spoilers of winning McVeigh, yeah. Mm. His thoughts on, on the game this weekend? Nothing else matters, man. Yeah. Hey, it's just as simple as that. Nothing did. Neither our team, neither the Hutt team are looking beyond Saturday. So yeah. That's obviously the exciting thing. There's obviously so much history, you know, in this um, in this clash. And, but you're right. I mean, look, you know, it went viral, but that was their own fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. All right, guys. That's their own fault. The like, they... I I watched that. I don't know. I mean, the you, mate. I think it was twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight phases from that mm. scrum in midfield. Yeah, and I remember that scrum. Did that, did that scrum happen because Bucky knocked it on? There was a pass to yeah, Bucky, yeah. and I think Bucky knocked Back it on just outside the team. Just outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from that scrum, I'm pretty sure it was twenty seven, twenty eight phases. Yeah. They worked their way to the perfect position. Yeah. Branded, they had a couple of penalties as well. Yeah, yeah. A couple of Branded the two shallow. Just so, look, you know, they'll be upset, but man, that's on them. That's on that, that you know, and and that's just the unfortunate thing. Um, but mate, you know, forget about last year because obviously it's all about the Saturday. But yeah, exciting, man. I mean, what a what a setting. Let's hope the weather comes to the party. It's not meant to be. Mm-hmm. It's not meant to be too far on Saturday. But man, that you know, the Petonia or Lower Hut, depending on where the game uh, is being played this year, it's in the hut. It just Stops and yeah, all eyes on on the number one at two forty five. I'm also excited that the Colts uh, yeah. get the opportunity to curtain race um, on Saturday, which would be cool as well. Oh, so they were the number one. They were the number one. Nice. Uh, our prem reserves have obviously had to play on the number two, um, but great, just great for the Colts. Great that we can share around that that um, curtain raiser. So yeah, both Colts teams are unbeaten. So and it's a bit of a derby day too because the eighty fives are there as well at the one o'clock game. So yeah. four four games. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just grateful that Hutt have come right and they've timed their run pretty well. Eh? I mean, you know, we could have played this in round four, round five when they were looking pretty dire, mm. and and we were we were travelling all right, you know. But isn't it great that you know it's a wee bit later on in the round where Hutt have strung some wins together and finally sort of starting to click, and obviously we're travelling all right, so. Yeah, what 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 better time than the Saturday to yeah. watch both teams go at it? Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Is like both teams are meeting each other at their best form of the season. Last year, faced each other both top of the table. Uh, so there's a story to be written there still. Uh, hope. Um, I know on McBain teams don't usually get a chance to go back to back, and there's the chance for the boys to go back to back this year. Do you think that that's a bit of a driver for the boys or? You think it's just a brand new year, new challenge? Uh, I think uh, they will like get up for the game anyway. Like I think McBain's like a really big game. Yeah. Um, them winning last year, sort of going into that into that this year doesn't really matter anymore because it's a new year. So, oh, that's what I would think, but not really sure. Not in the boys' space. Huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lastly, just with your coach's hat on, what advice would you be giving, um, generally to? to a team that is going into McBain, the Patani boys going in? Um, oh, I think for, in terms of the team, I think we probably got a bit more strikeout in the back, so I'll, I'd like to think we could probably run them around a bit more, but um, I think for the occasion, like, it's it's a tricky one, because obviously it's a huge occasion, 
and it's quite easy to get fired up and motivated for, but sometimes removing some of that emotion out of your game so you have a bit more clarity can help at times as well because mm. I know there's been, I mean, there's both sides. I've been involved in McBain Shields where you're so fired up, you go out there and everything clicks and you're just on a run and it works perfectly, but the same side, I've also gone out there and some boys have been a bit too pumped up and gave away a few silly penalties or yellow cards or red cards and, and things like that. So it's about trying to find that sort of good balance between obviously knowing the occasion, which you do, but then also having that clarity to be able to actually execute things the way you do as well. So, um, But enjoy it though. Like um, It is an awesome occasion. It's great to be a part of. Um, there's obviously a whole bunch of things leading up to it. I'm still waiting for Tupo to share the, the charge down for, for this from last year as well. But um, And there'll be a lot of banter going on between it all. So embrace it because it's an awesome occasion. Um, make a big deal of it because I know in the past pe- some coaches said, oh, no, it's just another yeah. game. It's not another game. It's a McBain Shield. So it's um, a big occasion. So embrace it. But, yeah, obviously understand your role and what you need to do out there to actually get the win as well. Uh, is last year's game started out? They came out with an absolute hiss and a roar that kind of first 20 to 30 minutes. I think it's going to be the case of the same thing and just trying to ride out that, that um, kind of battle in the beginning and then get into the game? Or Yeah. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, obviously, Hart will play to their strength, which is their pack. It's, it's right. plain and simple. Um, you know, they've got some young outside backs um, coming through um, who will be playing their first McBain, but mm. there's no doubt that they will back uh, their forward pack to yeah. obviously do some damage up front. Um, so that's where we've got to, like you say, we've got to um, weather the storm and um, and just stay in it. And um, you know, obviously, um, it's no secret that that you know, obviously we um, we've got some pretty um, you know um, slip backs out you know in our backline. So if we can get some parity up front, yeah, and just um, yeah, obviously give our boys some time and some space. Um, you know, if we can, yeah, if we can reap the rewards of that. Um, but yeah, like last year, you know, I mean, twenty to five. I think we've spoken about it. Twenty to five, literally, a few minutes before half time, mm. they were all over us. Um, they could have turned and yeah, and then put us away nice and early. But I think Cam scored that really crucial try, which I think got us back to twenty to ten. And mm. in the second half, we went to a yeah, I guess we went to a, um a, 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 another level, which they probably yeah they couldn't really stick with us. Until the very end, and then yeah, yeah, by, by a bit of luck, you know, obviously, it, yeah, that charge down there into Sam Black, Blackmore, Blackmore's hands. That is the history of McBain, though. Eh? There's like so many moments mm, yeah. from previous years that you can refer back to that has been key turning points in games, like mm. not just last year, obviously, with the charge down and Sammy's try, but there's been other years, like when we lost, when I, I think we ran and Think we all had to do is basically hit a ruck and then kick it out, and then yeah, lossy two eighteen, uh, yeah, stripped or something, yeah. and then they ran the end of the field and yeah. scored on full time. So there's stuff like that. There's times when I was back playing as well, where there was moments where guys yeah done something which actually turned the game, and you could actually point back to that specific moment. Mm-hmm. So Mutt's that is about back fence. yeah, mutts off the back fence that game as well. So there is always these moments. So it's a team that sort of makes the most of those key moments that is probably going to come out and win because. History tells you that as well. Hope you've seen a few McBain's now uh, over the last few years and kind of seen how important and intense it is to, on, on both sides. Do you wish there was something similar in the women's space or like a, a woman's McBain or anything like that? Or are you happy it being between kind of the men's teams? 
I think it would be cool for us to like us women, the women's team and the women's the hut, the women's team as well. If we could, um, you know, play play the same same day as you guys and and still have that kind of rivalry. It is like that though when we play um, hut old boys. Um, we sort of each other's enemies, but we just haven't. They haven't really been um. In our like our round when we when you guys usually yeah. play like it's usually late in the season and we've already split or or something like that so it just hasn't really happened but um yeah I think a few years ago uh it was a few years ago we might have actually had the same we did actually play them on a McBain or am I making that up might have quite early that, on yeah that's in, why in I reckon it should be earlier in, the only reason why I think it should be earlier in the year is to give them a. a chance to play and if you manage to kind of get all teams that are available playing against each other you could maybe have an aggregates cup or something for the club that takes you know the dubs for the day or whatever or just the McBain will do I have a, have a question um for like new players in your team this year that probably haven't played a McBain before how do you get them to sort of like appreciate the game more like get that understanding of how big how big the game is mm. Yeah, that is that's a pretty good question. Like I think most kids coming out of local schools, like hut based schools, kind of have heard about it before. But then even leading up to it, the kids that are around the squad um for more than a week or are kind of regulars and like they get the odd comment, Oh, just wait till McBain mm. and things like that and you start kind of building it up that way. Um we circle it in the calendar pretty early as well, in terms of planning and things and um, I guess it was, it was kind of on or in their sights last week when we kind of planned around Wellington and what we wanted to do there heading into McBain as well and it kind of started the the young ones were like oh we're planning for that already and I know it sounds a bit weird and disrespectful to the X-Men but it's just what we've done but yeah I guess just informing them Telling them what it's about, just the stories we share and things like that, and I guess the videos they see on Facebook, yeah. But like, like you said, we don't play it out like it's another game. Pipes is big on an occasion like this, pumping it up for what it is, and making sure everyone knows it's a big week. That is a good question, I hope, because I remember when I first joined the club. So obviously, I grew up in Wanganui. So when I came to the club uh, back then, Hut were in the Prem Reserve grade, and I was playing B's first year yeah. of school. What, me playing primitives? No, no. <laughs> um, and I remember McBain come up and I was like, oh, okay, it's, you know, we're just playing hut. And then we had a meeting beforehand and I think um, Tank, for some reason, was playing bees that week. He was in his prime, but so he was in there. And he then, just wanted to play McBain. Yeah, I, I, I generally actually think that was the reason, one of the reasons. Um, and then I had, I can't remember who it was, come in and actually gave the history of McBain and talked about that. So I said, oh, I started building that, you know, this is important. And went out there, and I remember just there was just punches thrown, and <laughs> there was you could ruck back then, so people were just getting stood over, and it was just real physical. And like they won because they were playing, yeah, it was their prem team playing in the second of, um, so they won every year. And then when they finally got promoted into prems, I was like, oh, great, you know, we're going to have a chance to win back in McBain. And they won, I think, the first couple of years that they got back into premier status. And I remember the turning point for me around how much it actually meant is we lost to Hart at home. And I think it was Ati Olive was captain at the time. He got up and done a speech and he goes, I'm um, talking to some players and the Risdens and that. 
Um, we've talked about we don't care if we lose every game in the year as long as we win McBain Shield. Yeah. And then that sort of hit home going, oh, shit, these guys, you know, they this is how they feel about it. Um, you know, this that really hit home how important it was. So that's when I started getting a bit more of a feel around McBain Shield. And obviously from there it sort of kicked off. So, yeah, but it is it is a, especially as people come from out of town or not in the hut region might not understand it, like a Stanley Solomon or someone like that, whether or not they understand the real reasoning and the mutual friendships, less hatreds between the two clubs. Um, you know, bring trying to bring that in is yeah, pretty important. And then yeah, I guess it's just a baptism baptism of fire as well eh? for, <laughs> for some of these guys. They won't find out until they come out of the tunnel how big the crowd might be and things. Nice. All the best boys. So I'll talk to you guys tomorrow night. Um, that's pretty much us. We'll do a quick preview on the rest of the games uh, this week. Uh, the Premier Reserves also playing at Hut Rec. They'll be playing the Hut Old Boys Premier Reserves, who have traditionally been a, a pretty stacked and, and good team. Yep. They're yep. up towards the top of the table as well. Yep. Got a couple of messages from, from Esse Latu. Um, I told him I was disgusted him. Uh, he, he's getting for this game. Uh, the ponies are maybe up at, at Wainui. Yeah, that yeah that's, that's the talk at the moment. It hasn't been confirmed. Um, well, it might have been in the chat, but at training tonight wasn't confirmed yet. Yeah, huge game. If it is up in Wainui or wherever it is, we'll post up. Big game for the ponies. If they, they get the dub here, then you guys are off to the final. Yeah, live for one more week. Yep. What do you guys got to do to beat Ori's? So I know Ori's went down to the north last week. Sorry, not north. Um, I think just one thing that we've been uh, good at lately is um, just our defence. We're going to need to defend to win this game. Um, And and last time we played Ori's, uh, we let them in in the last 10 minutes. I think they scored a few tries. So um, just playing right till the end, I think, will get us there in in our defence. How good would a win be? And then you guys go through. It will be the first time that that we've made our finals. Yeah. Um, since I've been at the club, so. Uh, oh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm all in house. Yeah, no, I'm 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 amped for the game, eh? Nice. It'll be the first time, not obviously not getting ahead of yourselves, but first time in a long time that neither of North or Ori's would have been in a final as well, like having. Obviously, MSP made it last year, but having both of them miss out on the finals. MSP locked in already? Yeah. Jeez. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Two for yeah. Two. Okay, yeah. That's good North, for them, eh? North yeah. are out already. So this is basically a straight semi-final or prelim final for mm. Ori's and, um, and Patoni. Nice. <coughs> but yeah, if you can get along, uh, if it is, is at William Jones 11.30 still, uh, kickoff, venue 2BC. Uh, get along, support the ponies. Huge game. Possible final next week. Me. Uh, 85s are at Hut Rec as well. Correct. Colts are at Hut Rec. They're curtain raiser to the Prem. So they'll be on field number one at one. One o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a big game for them. I think both teams are undefeated there as well. It's the same, the exact same as them last year and they drew. On our number one, eh? Uh, Brotherhood. Uh, playing rugby too. Um, just TBC on where they're playing at the moment. Let me just quickly check the draw. They are at, um, they are at Patoni. 
and they are playing the OBU Righteous Brothers Jinners. Righteous Pink Jinners. Did they merge? Yeah, I think they've done a merger. Used to be the Pink Jinners and Righteous Brothers. Yeah, they um, listed for field number one. Uh, whether that happens, debatable. Council, what are you doing? But they're and again they're at two forty-five. Like, why not put them at one o'clock so they can get across the hut wreck and watch the game? Well, look, I've been coming at the union for a while, <laughs> but I tell you what, right. you guys in the council are the same. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, so they've got OBU at uh, two forty-five. Tony Rick number one. Cool. Netballers didn't play last weekend. No, they had to buy last week. We didn't forget yours. Yeah, due to King's birthday. Uh, I'm not sure if they're playing this weekend. Probably are. Yeah. Down at Walton National Stadium. I'm going to go with a guess of uh, 8 a.m. tip off. Where's Destiny says stupid o'clock. Stupid o'clock, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you guys are playing, um, good luck. Good luck to you guys. Um, if we find out where they're playing, we'll definitely post up online. Hack will be posting up the, the team list this week and uh, receiving all the complaints around it. Um. Now that's pretty much us. Anything else that we haven't covered? Any late shout-outs? No. Yeah. Cool. Around the table. Yuji hung in there, hung in there till the end. Yeah, yeah. Thought you were going to gap early, mate. No, no. Uh, in there. Got permission. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Good to have you back. Um, Up to much for the rest of the week and, and the weekend? Nah, so, oh, just mahi. I oh, actually, um, Keone, my son, he's got a choir camp um, up at Silverstream Retreat, and Stace is a parent helper for that, so they'll be hidden away. Is this a Wesley College thing? Wesley College, Wesley. yeah. Yeah, college, he choir made camp. the school choir. Um, I think he actually auditioned for this, one of the solos as well. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, and Stace has signed up to be a parent helper, so they'll be away. It's overnight at Silverstream Retreat where they just go, I guess, sing and practice. Look, They've if, got he a, need, if he needs some help yeah. or some tips... Probably best to go to Ezra. Uh, <laughs> Ezra will definitely yeah, help Thank goodness he sings like his mum. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Um, there's a school from Auckland uh, coming down, a bit of an exchange um, in a couple of weeks to a few weeks' time, and then they head up to Auckland in November to do a little bit of a concert up there as well. Jeez. Which is pretty cool, so I'm in preparation for that. So that'd be cool. So me and Aubrey will be, um, yeah, hanging out tomorrow. Yeah, daddy daughter time. She's got her gymnastics tomorrow, so I'll be heading out to that to watch that. It's her final school gymnastics presentation or whatever they do. So heading to that, and then she's asked if she can have McDonald's for dinner. So that'll be a treat. So you'll see a uh, fridge there in uh, <laughs> car park three, is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then apart from that, just work. And then um, Saturday, actually been asked to be on the commentary for the McMahon Shield. Oh, uh, so for two Pukotika. Maui Radio, I think they're called, um, with Gordon Noble Campbell. Yeah. Asked me to head up there. So, um, I mean, not bad if it is bad weather, then at least I'll be covered. Yeah. Uh, which I'll be happy about. So, <laughs> hopefully, uh, the green stand's safe enough for you guys to be in. <laughs> um, nice. Hey, um, what's Aubrey's go to, um, Mecca's order? Ah, oh, she's just a cheeseburger Happy Meal. Happy Meal. She's got an upgrade. She's she not no. moving up to the. No, Big she's uh, look. I don't want to make it's her. It's, it's cheaper for the Happy Meal. So. <laughs> it's a toy, yeah. It's a toy. She still likes she's, she's the toy. just wants the toy. Yeah. So no, nah, cheeseburger Happy Meal. She's um yeah. That's her. That's her order. Yeah. What about K-Man? What's he up to? He's a uh, double cheeseburger combo with sometimes maybe an extra cheeseburger. On oh, the side. True. no nuggets. No, no nuggets. Interesting. But he actually doesn't eat um McDonald's anymore. I think I told you oh, about that right. yeah. incident. So he hasn't eaten McDonald's since then. 
human tooth, eh? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Do so, better at Maccas. So no, he's not a Maccas man. He's a, he's a Burger King man now. Yeah. Respect that. Mm. Well, good luck, Aubrey, for your gymnastics and Keone at your uh, choir camp. Mm, thank you. Last week. Ezra. Mm. Big easy. Mm. Uh, sub two for the rest of the week. Uh, yeah, just um, obviously uh, we'll enjoy tomorrow night's training. Um and then, uh, yeah, prep for McBain, obviously, on, on the weekend. Looking forward to heading out to the Rick. Uh, great facility. Uh, just be interested to see if we um, can uh, nab a, a large changer or if they put us in one of those smaller Wine game. Mate, after this... What happened last week? Did you guys take the home changer room? Or... Yeah. Oh, no, 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 they're away, no, no. they're away. They're yeah, away. I was going to say, it'd be better to acclimatise to the, the change room you'll yeah. potentially be in this week as well. Um, after the council listens to this pod, we might end up in a uh, tent outside the change room. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. We'll be sent out to prepare a birdie park. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm looking forward to, obviously, the, the weekend. Um, hopefully the boys can, can do a job and we can retain the uh, McBain. We haven't won it out there since 2017. Oh, really? It's been six years. Oh, not so. need to hear that. <laughs> Oh, you know, no, challenge. That was a great year for the for the for the McBain as well. It was a great year. We um, yeah, we not only did we win it, we um, did you play? Did you play that one? Played, played yeah, that yeah, one. yeah. Part of that game, Blackie played that yeah. one. Uh, Bruce Coyke, Peterson Smith played that one. <laughs> uh, Lossie Filippo played that one before he um lost his way. Let's <laughs> come home. Um, JK was still playing. Yeah, John JK. John uh, Puddle Smith would have been out there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, so I'll, I'll always remember that one. So Graham nice Pervis Messina was also coaching. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so it's been a long time since we've had some success out there, but hopefully we can replicate that on the weekend. Um, and then heading to Auckland on Sunday to link up with our under-20s boys who've got uh, their last sort of pre-assembly before they head off to South Africa on Monday. Um, so The yeah, commitment so... to stay for McBain and then go away. Mm. Love that from Big yeah, Easy. I've, I've told our Indian twenties management it's a family um, event. So. <laughs> You're, not You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. So I've got some family in the Huddleworth team, which is constituted an event. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So no, that's that's it really. But um. Yeah. No, I can't wait for Saturday, and we'll um, hopefully we'll come back to the club room and yeah, maybe um, be humming. Uh, mm. You French? Uh, How's me? your week looking? Um. Pretty standard. I just want to get through to the weekend. We were busy at work at the moment. Um, just boring work stuff. That's busy. Um, and then just the weekend, yeah. Haven't haven't planned anything past it. My brother's up from Christchurch at the moment. We'll both work in, in McBain, so get to catch up with him for a bit. Um, other than that, just chill. Get some rest. Training tomorrow. Oh, that's what I wanted to do. Just shout out uh, the Borner. Eastbourne for having us uh, tomorrow, uh, letting us train on their, their park out there, and then uh, also the RSA for having us for burgers. Shout out to uh, J&D Ross for sponsoring that little shindig. And, yeah, thanks to the Eastbourne Rugby for having us out there. That's about it. Can't wait for game day Saturday, and then hopefully a big one uh, Saturday night. See how it goes. Hope. Thanks for the rest of the week. Bye, rugby. Uh, yeah, well, I uh, mentioned earlier me and Maya are playing on Friday, uh, so hopefully we can get some golf in. Um, yeah, and then just just rugby. Um, and if depends if we win, I'll go home. If, if I don't, I'll stay because uh, that'll be our last night um, as a team. So, 
back to the home, back to the bay. You back mean? to the bay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, no, not not much really, just working otherwise. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Nice. Uh, sorry, just to add in here. So the netballers are playing at two pm on court one at Walton Nash, mm-hmm. uh, playing against their rivals, the uh, Maidstone number three team. Oh, they uh, hate them. Oh, <laughs> they hate them. Here, but... nice. Rivals, but so yeah. The Rams. Good luck, ladies. Nice. Yeah, good luck. Good luck, uh, this and the netballers. Uh, that's pretty much us for now, unless anyone's got anything. Uh, big shout out to Pack and Save Patani for sponsoring tonight's pod. Get down to Pack and Save, get your groceries from there, and uh, say hi to Robbie Dugan. Yeah, get everything that you, that you want down there. Cheap price, New Zealand's lowest prices, as <laughs> said by the stick man. Thanks for having us. Catch you next week. It's soon be done. It's soon be done. We are Patoni Rugby. We are Patoni Rugby. When the whistle blows. When the whistle blows. You know it's blue and white time. You know it's blue and white time. I'm gonna stand with the village beside me. Play for. Play for the ones who win before me. Can't stop. Can't stop Patoni Rugby. We're blue and white until we die.